0: team Encore. We've got our youngest guest today on the Encore podcast, Francis Catalano. He is a recent graduate of Oaks Christian High School, the Lions. He is going on a scholarship to UCSD, University of California, San Diego, and record-breaking round and qualifying for the U.S. Amateur Championship coming up um, in about a month at Oakmont Country Club. Francis, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's great to be here. So let's let's jump right into it, all right? So you're fresh out of high school, you decide to qualify for the USAM Championship. Tell us about that. You selected Soul Park in Ohio? Yep. And you know, give us give us the rundown on that round. This is this is pretty recent. We've learned of Francis um, of your accomplishment here, course record 60 followed by a, a 68 to dominate the field and qualify for the U S amateur championship. Just give us the high highlights,
1: high, you know, high level view of that round. Uh, well, it was, it was a lot of fun, obviously. Um, it started out as a normal round and then uh, I, I, kind of made a couple full of good moves in the start of the front nine Uh, a couple of good holes but I wasn't really thinking it was anything crazy um and then I on hole nine was like probably the highlight of the round I hold out from 88 yards for eagle um and I I didn't know what I shot on the front nine I turned out I shot 29 or 28 but I turned to my caddy and I was like, I don't know what I shot and I'm not going to figure it out. <laughs> so I just like kind of moved on to the next hole. And I had a stretch there from seven to 12 where I was seven under and six holes, um, which is my best. Um, and it, it was just a lot of fun. Like I kept kept going and I didn't really know what my total score was. I knew what I was on the back nine, but I didn't know what I shot on the front. So I didn't know what my total score was. And I come up 18 uh, which is normally a par five but they played as a par four um, and I hit a my best drive of the day and I had a seven iron in and I hit it and I thought it was going to be two feet I hit it and I was like oh that's so good um, but it, it kind of got a bad bounce, and I had like 12 feet down the hill and there were a bunch of people around the green and I was like oh they're watching I guess I, I have a good round going so that's that's cool um, I had no idea I was putting for a 59. Um, and then I, uh, I hit a good putt. I missed it, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite an exciting round. And, and I was the last coming up the last couple of holes. I didn't know what my score was, but I knew it was really low. And I was kind of like, I had so much adrenaline and I was just kind of shaking. Um, and so the going to the second round was actually really tough. Like I had to calm down and kind of restart and, the 68 was also felt really, I'm really happy with that because um, that was like, I, I had a lot of focus that I, I had to really get back into the, into the game. Cause I was only halfway done after the 60. Uh, I, so is that uh, what you're looking for? Yeah,
0: or? no, that that's awesome. And I think you, you were four, you ended up 12 under for the two rounds mm-hmm. and I think four ahead of, of the second place. So it was pretty sizable margin. Yeah, Kento. With, with um, medalists obviously um, honors there. Um, you mentioned 59, which, which obviously is, is kind of interesting with um, your coach at, at Oaks Christian, John Guyberger, and John's father, um, Mr. 59, Al Geiberger. Have you had a chance to meet Al? I haven't. No. Okay. And I, I've been fortunate to meet Al and certainly, um, that round opened up the floodgates of, uh, what, what has come to be multiple rounds under 60, but Al was the pioneer, right? Showed us that, um, right. 59 was possible. And, you know, I, I can't help, but think some of that, um, that magic, you know, was translated through the bloodline to John, your coach, um, and certainly, you know, John played a role in um, your development. Um, and, and maybe just touch on how how you came about learning about encore golf, and ultimately, um, you know, made the switch to our new Vero X One tour ball.
1: Yeah, well, um, I guess I st- I started using it. A- probably sophomore year um, coach John gave it to me and he's like, I'll try this golf ball. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll try it. And I liked it. I, that was the elixir at the time. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, at that time I just kind of liked it because it didn't get scratched up and I could use it a lot. It had a really good durability. Um, but as I, and then I switched to the Vero earlier this year, I think it was maybe like December or something. And, um, and what I like about uh, the, the ball is that I have a, a little bit better control like with my spin. Um, and so I, I feel like I'm – I don't hit like those shots that um, go in and, and rip back off the front edge of the green with them, um, which I've had – I had had problems with other uh, golf balls doing that. Um, and so that's like one of the, the main things that I, I really like about the ball.
0: Very cool. And for our listeners, help us understand how you came into the game of golf and when you started playing and what um, ultimately drew you to
1: the game. Oh, well, my, my dad got me started in the game. Um, I was probably eight, seven or eight years old. Um, and we just kind of went out to the, the park and tried to hit the trees and whatever. Um, and then we went to the drive. And I went to this, fun happened just kind of messed around I was a kid I wasn't serious about it um and then I just I really kind of fell in love with it when I was maybe nine or something uh and I just kept playing and really enjoying it and then I played in my first tournament when I was 11 um and there were like eight guys in the field for nine holes and I came in sixth um and uh I I kept playing that was a BCJGA tournament, Ventura County Junior Golf. And uh I, I played, I just kept playing and I really enjoyed it. And I was always practicing and and trying to get better and play next uh, up in levels of tournaments. And I just kind of kept doing that as I as I got older and so now I'm where I am now.
0: When did you first beat your
1: father? When did I first beat him? Uh probably fifth grade, but I was from the
0: front (laughs) Yeah. I know that's, that's always a, um, a special moment, right? The first, first time you beat, uh, beat dad on the golf course. Um, so John, John, your coach, um, at Oaks has mentioned that you've been not only a phenomenal golfer, but you've maintained really strong academics. So for, um, maybe the junior golfers that might be listening in, Um, any advice, how you've been able to kind of maintain that balance, and then maybe, maybe touch a little on what, um, what the academic plans are um, at UCSD, what you'd like to study.
1: I think it's important to not get behind. So stay on top of the work that you have to do. Um, Sometimes, and so you're just going to have to, sometimes you're going to have a week where you have a ton of schoolwork and you just have to stay on top of it because the next week won't be quite the same or, or they're, they're, they're not all going to be crazy weeks. Um, but staying on, on top of it is a big thing. And gosh, like it's, it doesn't take, you, you don't have to, um, it's not like you have to spend your whole life studying, but you do have to study for things to to do well in them. Um, and the same is true for golf, obviously. Like, you're not just going to go out and play a great round if you don't practice. So, I mean, it's a, it's all like a preparation where you're uh, preparing for what's coming next. Right. And what was the second part of that question? I'm sorry.
0: Um, oh, now I'm forgetting the second part. Um, oh,
1: you, plans for what I'm doing next year for academics. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, th- thanks. Yeah. I'm already um, thinking
0: about the next question, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're par- planning ahead. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh, yeah, next year I'm going to UC San Diego and I'm planning to major in economics. So, nice. Yeah. Um, so,
0: help me understand i i guess your goals for the upcoming tournament at Oakmont the US Amateur Championship and are you, are you aware of what the winner receives in terms of exemption you get
1: into the the Masters the US Open and the British Open
0: <laughs> so, mean, which is just amazing i'm aware yeah. of that yeah yeah um so Yeah. Just, just help our listeners understand kind of the mentality going in the goals. Um, and then just also a little bit about, um, you know, some of this, you know, the systems you talked about preparing, um, you know, we've all, we all obviously have goals, but, um, I think it's the systems that we have in place that help us achieve those goals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the process. It's not about the results. So, um, yeah, for for Oakmont, I don't. I mean, I my I, I really want to win, um, but I haven't like I haven't like sat down and and set out some specific goals yet. Um, so right now, what I'm so I, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't really have them other than to have fun, which I know I will. Right. Um, that's that's always an, an important because if I'm not not I'm not enjoying it out there then. I'm not gonna play good, and I'm just gonna have a terrible time, and that's a bad combo um so but the the process is still the same, like I'm preparing the same as I would It's different for different people, but for me that's um hugely important
0: yeah, it's you know it's such a a mind game, right so uh finding that mindset. That that makes you perform at your your, your highest level, um, and like you said, it's it's unique for everyone. Um, but but you've found a good um, a good niche there. Um,
1: Can I add one more Corey, thing? Go ahead. Uh, the, about like the process. Um, my best rounds I've had. Um, I'm always. I mean, this is really cliche but one shot at a time like it's I'm very focused on whatever I'm doing on that shot and not um, I'm not really concerned about whatever the result is or if I'm going to come in in first place or whatever like I I hooked a, I hit a couple of terrible shots during the 60 um I well there was one hole I was I just made uh five birdies and one eagle and six holes And, and I was started to think I could break the course record in like that. Uh, that meant that I was thinking about that and not my target snap hooked it into a fairway bunker. Like it, it's, you've got to stay in on the shot at hand and, and the process. Yeah. Doug,
0: great advice. You know, being in the moment. Um, there's someone I follow, David Goggins, who's uh, not a golfer per se, but um, ultra marathon and he's you know one one second ahead right just because
1: yeah
0: he's he's running in these hundred mile races and if he's thinking about oh i've, I've got 99 more miles ahead you know it's it's going to be tough to run so kind of being in the moment um great advice there
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and, and some really i mean the history of the u.s amateur championship with tiger woods i think he had three three wins i'm not sure if they were consecutively in in the 90s i think they were were they
1: okay three three juniors and then three ams yep all all consecutive wow really Nicholas crazy
0: palmer um i think sneed so you've you've got some you know some amazing um, um you know history and participants there mm-hmm. so soak it Absolutely. all in have you yeah. have you gotten a chance to play Oakmont, or will this be your first time? Mm-mm.
1: This will be my first time. I'm excited just to play there.
0: And you've got you've got some practice rounds, and then you've got two rounds of stroke play, and then it goes to the match play, right?
1: Yeah. They, well, they there's only going to be one round of stroke play at Oakmont. It's 315 players or 312 players in the field, so they split okay. it between between two courses. Uh, there's the other one is. Longview golf course or golf club or something. I don't know. It's another course in the area. That's a, it's a good course. Um, so I get to play too.
0: Okay. So you get, you got to advance from the stroke to the match.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Um, any goals for your, your college career?
1: Well, I want to just stick, stick with what I'm doing and kind of see where reassess and, uh, the next couple of years where I'm at, like, I think an, an ultimate goal for me is, is to get to the professional level. Um, uh, but there's, there's going to be time to reassess that. And uh, when I'm there, I'm I just graduated high school now, and I'm going into the college level. So I want to do as best as I can in the college level first.
0: Great. Okay, and this, this was a um, question from coach, so not not trying to lead you. Down there, but any, um, you know, maybe maybe touch on on your weaknesses in your game if you have any. It's hard to hard to. Oh, imagine. I have them, um, many
1: after that round, and then <laughs> your strengths. Um, I'd say uh, an area that I need to improve or have significant room for improvement is around the greens. Like I hit, I'm not uh, the best chipper and that you've ever seen. Okay. Uh, I didn't have a lot of chips at Soul Park, so that <laughs> kind of made it easier. I, I'm I'm a pretty good iron player and putter, so um, a, a lot of times I'll chip up to a, a farther place and then make a 10 footer or whatever. Um, but uh, I think, honestly, I think the the mental game is is hugely important for golf because it's it's not always like I I went into that round not feeling like I felt good about my game, but my driver was like kind of iffy and the short game was felt fine. Um, but I, I, I even during the round, like I mostly knew where the driver was going to go, but I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was point and shoot every hole. Um, but it was, I stayed mentally in the, in the right place and had the right targets on every hole. And I think that's a big strength of mine.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. Um what does golf teach you about life
1: patience that's a big one that comes into mind um, being able to have have a goal and think about how you're going to achieve it but and then work through the, the, the steps to get there and and not just instant gratification because that doesn't happen in golf and other than spray paint it doesn't happen in life either (laughs) um uh gosh there's so there's so many things um I I think one of the most important things to me um when I play golf I I guess this is how I want my my life to impact my golf so maybe I'm turning the question around but something that's really important to me is like that I conduct myself well on the golf course. And I think if I, like, I don't want to be throwing clubs and and stuff, not be not frustrated, but you know, you, you know, the level there's a line. uh, And that's that I don't want to be past that line. And I think being able to be patient and, and everything on the golf course helps with being patient in real life.
0: Great answers. And, and certainly at, at your young age, um, to kind of have that self-awareness, I think is really, uh, really important and, and key. Um, so, where, um, where do we go from here? Um, what's, what's, your, what's your practice schedule look like ahead of the amateur championship?
1: the same as it always has not changing anything i'm just uh it'll i'm going to be spending time on the course and spending time on the like practice areas um i have like a couple of drills that i do on the putting green and um i'm going to keep doing those and a big thing like in practice for me is to like kind of simulate some pressure so you mentioned david goggins a while ago yep um, and I know he's he's a Navy SEAL uh, and I've watched some SEAL videos someone uh, a friend of mine who plays uh, re- re- really high level football um, he's a kicker he uh, he suggested to me to like look into what the Navy SEALs do to be do well under pressure uh, and so I started taking cold showers for like I did did these uh, drills and then if I don't complete them in a at the right way or whatever. I take a cold shower the next morning, which I hate. And I don't like cold. So that puts some pressure on me. Um, it's, uh, yeah, just putting pressure on myself in practice and not trying to change too much.
0: Final question. Um, I, I think pressure is something all of us feel, um, particularly in the sport of golf, you know, it's, there's no teammates to pass the ball to. Right. So you mentioned coming up 18, having a crowd around you, um, you know, that kind of pressure can, um, I think fuel the the great golfers and hinder, um, you know, the mediocre golfers. So how do you, how do you translate that pressure into uh, success on the golf course?
1: I just, try and focus on my target and the shot I want to hit. So um, I was coming into, uh, on my drive on 18, I was feeling, you know, I told you I was kind of jittery um, just cause I knew I had a great round going. And I hit my best drive of the day because I had a really clear target and I just looked at it and I was, I visualized my shot well and stepped up to it and hit it just like any other drive. Um. And going into the green, I I said I had a I hit one of the best iron shots of the day, um, but I almost hit it terribly because I, I I say that because I had I stepped back I almost swung but I stepped back because I was I I stepped up to the ball and I would seen the crowd and everything and I just didn't feel like I was aiming at the right place, um, and so I stepped back and focused again on where I was trying to hit the ball, and then just hit it I. I it's uh, that sounds simple because I think it is like it, I oh, used to overcomplicate it a lot and it's just where do you want to go and now try and go there like the way you always try and go there <laughs> don't change anything
0: well phenomenal advice and it's been it's been a pleasure you know chatting with you having you on our podcast certainly uh, kudos to to coach John Guyberger um, and the work that he's done with with um, your team. Um, from all of us at Team Encore, wishing you success at UCSD, and um, congrats on, on the course record, uh, 60 qualifying for the USM championship. We're, we're wishing you luck. Uh, hopefully hopefully I can get out there to Oakmont um, for one of the practice rounds and, and meet you in person. Uh, it's only... Three and a half hours from Buffalo. You've, you've got uh, by car. You've got a bit uh, longer flight there, I'm sure. Um, yeah. But we're all we're all rooting for you, and it was a pleasure having you on the on the show today.
1: Well, thank you very much. It was my pleasure to be here. Thanks <laughs> thank for having you, me. Jesus. All Thanks, right. Steve. Cheers. Okie dokie. Thank you. Bye.